Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your boy, Willem Alexander Coleman, a.k.a. Aras Mataz, coming to you with another Aras Mataz weekly show. What's up, guys? How are you, how are you all doing? Uh, it's good to be back with you. It's good to uh, come with my unsolicited uh, opinion uh, on sports in Africa, even though today I won't be sharing my opinion. So you have someone who will be uh, sharing insights about what he does uh, in sports in Africa. and. Uh, I'm happy to have him here. But before I continue, thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, if you really like the videos, uh, like I keep saying, please uh, hit the like button, please share. And yeah, let's keep the education and the conversations going. Yes, yeah, so now back to the conversation. Uh, today I have with me somebody I've known since, what, 1997? <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's my homie. He's been... Uh, a friend since, uh, uh, yeah, since 1997, actually, yeah. January 1997. So it's been exactly. 25 years. So I have someone who back in the day, I don't know what, if he's still called that, but back in the day, he was called Red Scorpion. <laughs> uh, today, luckily for him, you're not, we're talking about sports. We won't go into the origins of why he's called Red Scorpion. Exactly. But yeah. So, <laughs> but this is my, my this is uh, I have with me Achusi Kanku. Uh, he will tell us a bit more about himself, but he's into esports, and uh, that's something that, which is a bit different from what most people are used to when it comes to sports. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I guess at this point, you know, he wears many hats. He wears many hats when it comes to esports. So I'd like him to um, explain himself what exactly he does and then we can take the conversation from there actually thanks a lot for for being on the show man yeah yeah my name is currently i wear a few hats in esports um i'm really into esports into the digital world into the changes happening in the digital world um currently i'm the Director for Strategic Partnership for the Association of Esports in Ghana. I'm also okay. um, one of the directors for GGC, which is um, an esports tournament operating uh, organization in Ghana. I'm also okay. one of the direct for, directors for Esports African News. We promote esports across um, the continent. And um, we've got two teams, actually. We've got a team file called Antema Esports Club in, in, in Ghana as well. So there's quite a lot of things happening in, in the esports world in, in Ghana and across Africa. Um, so at the moment, um, we're going to talk about esports. I'm going to try and sort of break it down to a lot of people to understand uh, what esports is all about and the many opportunities, the many opportunities in esports and how esports connected with STEM is going to change the world, uh, especially in Ghana. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, uh, I have a question though. So is it that all these organizations are connected or you customize a t-shirt with GGC and your, you know, <laughs> what's that all about? Well, I like Brandon and Brandon works well for the sports in general and esports. So this caveman, um, Anthony is a very good friend. That's why I wear his cap wherever I go. He's a very good friend. I like his, his okay. ethos. Big um, shout to him then. Big yeah. shout to Anthony, yeah. yeah. He, he, I like his ethos. And we've worked together with GGC in our first uh, uh, 2v2 tournament, which was the Golden R. Anthony's watches were used as the, as the, as the, as the prize. 
Um, esports Africa okay. is very important. I mean, esports is not known across Africa as much as it's known in Europe, Asia, and Americas. And this is what Esports Africa News is doing, trying to bring the, the success of esports across the continent to the West and also trying to just highlight what people are doing. You know, when you work in the dark, people don't know what you're doing, but if you're able to highlight your success and some yeah, of your challenges, absolutely. you know, we can balance that act. So that's where we are. Esports Africa News is always looking to promote everything and anything esports across the continent. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, uh, well, now that you've started, let's 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 let's, let's uh, slide set it, the ball yeah, rolling. Slide it, what's yeah. Explain what is esports? What is it, and why is it so popular in Asia, Europe, and in America, and not so popular in Africa? Tell us what what exactly is it, so people no, get an understanding. We've all, we've all grown from playing um, some sort of digital games, you know, on our phones. You know, when we used to have them. Uh, is it 9310 or something? You know, the Nokia, the Nokia phones, we used to have a snake on yeah, it. Yeah, 3310, yeah. 3310, yeah, that's exactly it. So that was the snake game. Our computers had yeah. these little Tetris games. Uh, back in AIS, mm-hmm. you remember how we used to play the Sega Mega Drive and the, uh, what do you call it, Game Boy. You Super know, Nintendos and stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. So they've been with us for quite some time. You know, so people do it for the leisure and people do it for, you know, for fun and stuff like that. So that's gaming, you no. Know? So anything is gaming. But when you move it okay. a step further where it becomes competitive, then it becomes esports. And this is big okay. in the world. You know, right. 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 we used to say gaming was for rich kids. And we used to say gaming was not educative because we didn't apply the science, the technology, the uh, math to it. But when you look mm. step back and look at gaming, everything about gaming is connected to STEM, which is science, technology, um, engineering, and mathematics. Everything yeah. about is connected to STEM. <laughs> so it's very important. So at the moment, most people game. You know, Candy mm-hmm. Crush, what, what, uh, Tetris, uh, what do you call these games? Uh, Roblox, that's the kids play. I mean, the lots yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the moment, in the in the gaming industry, yeah, people are developing games with new apps. People are developing loads of games, and that's nice. But mm-hmm. taking a step higher, where we're having competitions, and some competitions have got massive prize monies. You know, some of them are the, like the Valorant, the Call of Duty, the League of Legends. You know, in Asia, yeah. in America, in Europe, they're playing for big monies here. Um, in twenty, millions of dollars. I, I yeah. understand. Yeah, so like Fortnite, that people were saying, oh, Fortnite's not good, you don't have to play Fortnite. You know, a young kid, less than, less than 15 years, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, actually won $2 million US dollars, you know, just playing Valorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. and I have never had a paycheck before, you know, over the years, Charlie. <laughs> that, that me. My guy, you remember the last time? You remember the last time, yeah. So, you know, that kind of paycheck would be good for both of us, but, you know... We don't play competitive esports, and that's that's where we are. So, I think the opportunity has come, right? We can start from developing the games. I know a few Africans, especially Ghanaians, who are game developers. Letty at Aram, they're good. And then we've got Cetrico, who's also developed this our game, really good. Okay. So that is an aspect of esports. So you develop mm-hmm. the games, and then you make it competitive. Making it competitive becomes uh-huh. the area where we develop. So that area of developing a game 
has got engineers, um, coding guys, all the guys involved in developing the game. They've got people like GGC who then take such uh, games or such uh, developed games into esports where it becomes competitive. So once it becomes competitive, they organize tournaments uh, across the country or local areas and then becomes a tournament. Within those tournaments, you can have teams. So in the teams, for example, in FIFA, which is very popular in Ghana, obviously, because of football, we've got mm-hmm. the GGZ uh, 2v2, which was organized between teams. So the many teams sprang up, you know, uh, Roots, uh, what do you call it? Cougars, Tema Esports Club, uh, Team Alpha. There were so many teams that have come up and there were like 18 teams who played to, to, to win the prize money. So the communities are being developed into, into teams like sports teams, uh, we're having graphic designers, we're having team managers, we're having uh, team, uh, what, what do you call them? Like different people managing the team. So you've got a whole setup managing the team. So that is another business altogether. We've got people who okay. who, who provide us with merchandise, the t-shirts, the caps, and all the setups that we, we have for the event. So it's all a big, a whole big business in, 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 the, in, the, in the setup. When right. you've got organizers and you've got uh, East, uh, what do you call them? Esports African News promoting it. We've also got the teams themselves who are giving employment to people and who are developing different aspects of the team. Uh, and it goes a long way. So this is where businesses then sort of come in to support mm-hmm. brands and these organizations and these events to then grow because the reach is massive. The reach right. is massive. Right. The amount of time people spend watching. People spend playing these games. You have no idea. So, okay. Now, it's so in effect, it's pretty much just like regular sports. If uh, when it comes to regular sports, it, it pretty much provides the same kind of opportunities, uh, employment. But over here, it's more like STEM related because of the engineering aspect, the coding aspect, the technology. That, that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, um, I want to know, yeah, how widely circulated is this Esports African News or any other um, publication or information? How, how widely is information about esports disseminated in, in, uh, in Africa? Because honestly, if you, if you ask me, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have known about Esports African News. How how widely is it circulated, and what can we do? Like, what what are you doing to make sure that, like you know, more and more people get to know about esports and the opportunities that exist therein? Well, surprisingly, they, so just like every other sports, there's the world organization, there are the regional organizations, and then there are the national organizations. So right. in Africa, the couple of in, in the world, there the are at least four world organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we recently had the world in December. It was 16 December, just when I came to Ghana. Between 16 and 18th of December, they had a, the world competition. And then the, the before that, I think two weeks before that, they had the African competition. In, in Ghana, okay. for the Association of um, Esports, we are members of the Association of Esports, uh, which is mm-hmm. led by uh, Kwesi, a, a chap, a very nice chap called Kwesi. Uh, Kwesi, uh, Kwesi, Kwesi Airport. Airport. Chrissy Hayford, yes, yes, yes. yeah. So, yeah, Chrissy Hayford. So he's a very nice person. So he leads the Association of uh, Ghana Esports, and um, we do we do well to try and go 
region by region to develop and activate esports hubs in the, in the country. So there are so many. We did Takrade, we did Kumasi, we did Volta region. I know there's Eastin, Bono, and North, as far as Navrongo. I think the esports clubs around there. And I think 2022, he's got this plan of reaching, it says what, one district, one esports hub. So he's got that massive plan and top, top, top has to him. He's going to try and reach that. So we are doing our best as association of uh, esports in Ghana to reach every district with an esports hub. So that is that, that aspect in Ghana. In terms of news, we are more um, targeting the African continent. So we've got contacts in Morocco, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Sierra Leone, Kenya. We're working hand in hand with the Kenya Esports Federation um, in there because we've got a few competitions that we're helping them um, stream and, and promote. So like Esports African News, we, we stream as well. We stream and organize competitions. So most of the okay. online and events that happen, we stream because of our reach. We're able to get people to, to see it more. So most of the competitions that happen, we stream on our website. Excellent, man. Excellent. Looks like you guys are doing a real good job. If, you are, if you've already been able to go all the way from down south, up north here in Ghana yeah. with, your, with your stuff. So a big shout to you guys. Good now, job. one thing that confuses me about this eSports thing, yeah, is the kind of consoles or the kind of uh, uh, hardware you guys use and the kind of games. Like, it looks like there's so much. So, like, for instance, right now, we have the PS5. We have the Xbox. We have, you know, Nintendo, I don't know. Does Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Does Nintendo still have the Wii? I don't know. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever Nintendo uses currently. Yeah. You know, you can use any of that to start an esports team or league or how does that work? Yeah. So and the game, like yeah. right now, like in Ghana, like this. I'm sure when people hear esports, automatically their mind goes to FIFA. But yeah. I'm sure it is, but it's beyond that. It's more than just it's massive. Even when it comes to football, yeah. there's more than just people. There's actually uh, the eFootball yeah. by Konami. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there are other games as well. They, like you said, League of Legends, uh, uh, Fortnite, and all these other games. Yeah. How do you manage all these things and put them together under one, like, um, sport or under one organization? Or do you have different organizations for them? No. So... Esports is um, a generic name for everything electronic sports, right? So all the companies develop the, the, the games like um, every brand. So it's how they market their brands and their games and they're using these competitions to then attract more people to play. So the in Europe and um, Asia, they play more of the single fighter games or the team fighter games because that, that has got the most price money during com competitions. Uh, mm. In Africa, the challenges with Africa in playing those kind of games is the internet, the server, because the latency and the lag in playing those kind of games. You know, first shooter games, those times we used to play outside in the open, uh, what do you call yeah. it? Policeman and killer, that, that kind of thing. You know, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this one, by the time you shoot, if you've got, bad internet and the lag there's so much lag in your internet uh provision you know by the time you shoot someone has killed you so people in africa struggle to play such hefty competitions because we don't have service as well you know it travels all the way to europe or south africa 
And South Africa has got a number of service, but it travels all the way. And then by the time you, you, you are ready to compete high level, it's not. But people still play these games, you know. People play these games. One thing that's being developed very quickly is the mobile gaming. A lot of these games okay. are played on the mobile. And I personally predict that by 2022, 23, end of 22, 23, most people will be playing esports on mobile rather than on consoles and PC. Oh, really? Most people. That's, that's, is it, has, it, has it gotten that, that, that big? Because, you know, anytime I see, I, I don't know, but anytime I see people talk about esports or playing esports, I see them actually behind like physical. Uh, like consoles, consoles, like proper consoles, and not on their on their phones. So Call how 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 do you get to that? Call of Duty made that prediction. Call of Duty is now played more on mobile than on 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 console or PC. Sorry, I didn't get that. Call of Duty, the game Call of Duty. Okay, uh huh. Uh-huh. Not played more on mobile than on PC, and on. And is it? Yeah, GGC has organized two Call of Duty mobile to- tournament. It's mm. highly competitive. People prefer to play Call of Duty on their mobiles. They play it on the go. You know, you don't have to carry a big console anywhere. You've got it on your phone. You know, you're always playing Call of Duty anywhere. Can you imagine you 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 stuck on a on a long journey? Get your Call of Duty out if you can afford your mobile data. Get your Call of Duty. I can enjoy your Call of Duty. You're traveling. And, and you, when you actually and you can actually earn some money doing that. So. These ones are the ones that we play on our mobiles, but to participate in the competitions to win money, you've got to have uh-huh. you probably have to be behind a computer to to play okay. that because um okay, all right. So, 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 so the mobile ones are not are not um don't have any prize money or anything attached to them. Just they're just playing for fun, kind of. No, most of the games are played for fun. So let's 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 clarify this. There is esports yeah. competitions where you, you earn money. And then there's esports mm-hmm. where you win points, and some of the big ones are the ones that give you big money. You know, the big tournament okay. where you get you've got to go and sit in a proper tournament set okay. up online. In Europe, there's a lot of tournaments they play online, which give you like the ten dollars, fifty dollars, ten pounds, fifty pounds here. Mm-hmm. But when you want the millions, it's actually played in a land setting mm-hmm. where people go into a stadium and fill up a stadium. Some of these sports right. fill stadiums and football tournaments or even other entertainment and esports mm-hmm. i know not for the covid esports was going to be one of the most uh participated events than music musical event mm. the number okay. of people in europe that end is massive okay so the reason why i asked what i asked is because i think i read somewhere yeah that when you're just playing for the yeah. fun of it it's called gaming yeah. But if you're playing for kind of rewards, yeah, then it's esports. Yeah. So are we saying that in this case the rewards are the points that you accumulate? And what are you accumulating the points for them? Is so this for some, some kind of is this some kind of league or something? Yeah, some of the games have got that set up, and some organizations organize it such that you earn um the more rewards you, you earn, you're entitled to play in bigger leagues. You know, every, every, okay. every business is set up in a different structure. So the, the, the okay. rewards you earn, you can um, graduate to senior leagues and then the senior leagues have got money or they've got other mm-hmm. uh, rewards for you. But it's gaming is interesting. Okay. The structures are always interesting. Okay. All right. So uh, recently I was on LinkedIn and uh, uh, one of my lecturers who actually interviewed uh, here on the Erasmus Weekly Show, Juan, 
uh, he made an update. And I think that uh, his law firm was involved in the transfer of an esports player from one club to another. Do we have similar transfers of uh, players from one club to another, which probably involve uh, some uh, exchange of money or something? Do we have do we have something similar over here? Yeah, we okay. haven't gotten to that. Thing? No, no. We, we, the, there's a scenario that developed uh, amongst the Association of Esports Ghana. So obviously, as at mid last year, between June and December, teams started springing up mm-hmm. in, in Ghana. One. Right. Because we started having more of team sports when GGC organized a 2v2. It sort of brought mm-hmm. about the idea that you need to be a team to participate in the, in the tournament. So people started organizing themselves into teams to participate in the tournament. Mm-hmm. People didn't have contracts signed with, with athletes. So some athletes moved from one team to the other. And then the issue arose. What happens there? So the Esports Association started developing structures, started uh, developing guidelines for how players are recruited. You, you need to register okay. your, your, your team as a business in Ghana with, with right. a registered general, uh, register your team, mm-hmm. um, get a contract for your players so that when um, they move from one side to another, you, you have that clear transaction or they're entitled to some, some remuneration or They've got responsibilities of playing so many tournaments in a year, that kind of thing. And it, it, it happened. With those guidelines, teams have, have sprung up. We've been able to guide teams in setting up in transferring players. At the moment, exchange of money hasn't happened yet. If it's happened, it's just probably not official. But we're getting to the point where well, 2022 to 2025, we're going to have proper teams. Personally, we foresee our team, Tema Esports Club, to be one of the big teams in the country because our market area is Tema and Tema is it's a lit place for entertainment, for everything that's good. So Tema people, look out for Esports African News bringing out um, Tema Esports Club. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, uh, I actually remember when uh, I was at Hearts of Oak, I, I tried proposing that Hearts of Oak gets uh, an Esports team. I think I even discussed this with you. It was, it was something that we... Exactly, something we're working with. Because, yeah. you know, because uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, as it was called then, yeah. Konami's Pro Evolution Soccer, yeah. they actually have um, certain African teams yeah. in the game. Yeah. And for Ghana, there was Asante Kotoko and Hearts of Hope. Correct. So this is an Correct. opportunity actually for these two teams to come up with esports teams so they can be competing against, you know, maybe a, a team from Elali or uh, TP Mazembe. You know, these are things that I think that we should we should take seriously. What do you think? What advice would you give to these clubs to you know in probably setting up? Maybe the, the thing is they don't know how to do it. So we we what are linked, you, how we are linked with Tema City FC. I'm Jerry Jerry at Tema City FC. So Tema Esports Club is linked with Tema uh, Tema City FC. So the idea is we're trying to capture a wider base fan. Uh, wider fan base in, 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 in Tema. So the young people from five years to start playing esports, gaming, follow these. Mm-hmm. And then it's linked to Tema FC. So when Tema FC is playing, they've got the kids, they've got um, you know, the interest in the in the game. So we represent Tema FC in certain tournaments. We, we participate in Tema FC projects. So there's always this interest in Tema FC as well as Tema Esports Club. So we grow from one 
one uh, esports to the, the the main football, and we sort of interchange it in events because in esports, though we sat down every time playing the game, we also need a physical exercise. So both players, Tema FC players with esports, Tema esports club, can exchange roles. Other days these guys are playing with us. Other days we're playing with them on on, on the field. So we, we're growing our fan base. We're using esports to grow our fan base there. In England and across the world, many teams have got esports clubs. Yeah, Man City, yeah, United, yeah. Aston Villa, Hull City. Um, I can name so many of them. Barcelona, your your team, Barcelona. They've got esports yeah. clubs, and they exactly they, they participate in more yeah. tournaments. Not even in football, they participate in more tournaments, more shooting game tournaments across Europe than anything. So it's brand awareness, brand growth, brand development, and esports is another way of doing that. I see, Charlie. Man, I'm sure I'm sure we can go on and on and on. It's big. Yeah. It's big. It's, it's big. So maybe I think what we need to do is we need to we need to get you back sure. and talk a bit more. Yeah, but we can now finally, we can dissect yeah, it. Before, we can dissect it to individual aspects of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe what we need to do is um Focus. we need to like do topic by topic. Exactly. Maybe I don't know, maybe once every month. Yeah, we will discuss that we'll topic. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so what do you think? Uh, what is your vision for esports? in Ghana and esports in Africa as a whole. So you, you have um, a publication that is uh, not just for Ghana, but for the whole of Africa. Right. So it's, it's, it's something that's going to happen. It's not even about my prediction. Something that's going to happen that from 2022 going on, there's going to be more people involved in esports one way or the other. It's about... Okay. It's very important that we, the Africans, by Africans, get in front of this curve, you know, either through developing local games, people like Cetrico who have developed the Owari game and Let's See Arts who have developed, um, they've developed some, some games, I can't remember the name at the moment, but they've developed esports games, right? These are the people we need to promote. We need to start playing those games as tournaments to make them popular as well. We cannot always play Valorant, um, uh, FIFA or Call of Duty. Let's play our local games as well as competitive games. I like that. Them I like that. You know, I like that a lot. Kenyans and some Malawians have also developed some games. Let's play those games and make it popular. Then, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't see why not anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And then I, like that. There, I like that. And it's going to create a lot of opportunities for people, uh, the engineers and all the people who are involved in the programming exactly. of these games. Setting up a competition is massive. The, the team that goes into setting up a competition is massive. The cameramen to the crew to the uh, mm-hmm. editors to the production team is massive. All this is an employment arena for, for, for the unemployed in Ghana or across Africa. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's massive. The employment opportunity is massive. And I, I, I think in the next year or two, those involved in esports or pe- more people will be involved in esports than we can see now. I see. I, I guess I, I tell anybody who, is, uh, who cares to listen that um, if any government yeah, focuses on sports yeah. and or esports now, that is like half the country's problem solved. Exactly. Because just listening to you, one of the problems that can be solved if we take or one of the problems that we can, we can, we can tackle, if yeah. not necessarily solve in its entirety, yeah. is uh, unemployment. Yeah. Because this creates a lot of employment opportunities. People yeah. who go to 
you know, tech come out as engineers, whatever engineers, this is a huge opportunity for them to, to, to do something on their right. own without necessarily having to uh, wait to be employed by anyone, you know? Exactly. Apply so, the yes, knowledge I mean, of Sorry? Apply the knowledge of gain, because it's just application of exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's just great. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. You know, and this is something, this is something that, uh, this has been an eye-opener for me. Uh, like I, I didn't know much about esports, so I was very happy when you agreed to to talk about it. And I'm sure uh, a lot of the viewers uh, have learned quite a lot as well. But like we said, I think maybe we need to uh, do it topic by topic. Maybe if you could help me get some other guys, yeah, in the space to I'll also share their their views and their ideas. Then you know we can we can take it seriously and you know see if we can also in our own small way get more people interested in taking part yeah. and uh, yes and one thing that I'd like to say is uh, I like the fact that you've given that you 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 let us know that caveman yeah uh, support yeah. you guys you know yeah. because you know I, I'm, I'm I'm interested in increasing participation and investment in sports yeah. so if um, caveman is uh, investing in eSports I think he deserves a shout so a big a big shout to Anthony of caveman and uh, please keep doing what you do and as and if if you can please um expand do help support other sports as well but please don't stop supporting esports wherever you are sure so yeah charlie Achu, red scorpion charlie thanks man <laughs> thanks <laughs> a lot i really appreciate thanks, it. i really appreciate the time man uh, i really appreciate the time and yeah let's uh let's 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 do this again Sure. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more because we need to get more people interested and see what we can do to to to, to make it bigger. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Charlie. I'll speak to you soon. Charlie, thanks.